0: became a raven. Your art matters. It's what got me
1: here. let Ravens on three. One, two, three. Ravens! Ravens! Hello and welcome to The Ravens, a One Tree Hill podcast. I'm Simon and I love One Tree Hill.
0: And I'm Dom and I've seen 11 episodes of One Tree Hill.
1: And tonight's episode for debate is season one, episode 11, The Living is. Luke, you
0: mind if we get a few words before your first game? Yeah, we're gonna put it on the internet. Ravenshoops.com. Yeah, we're gonna have a webcast and everything.
1: What the hell is this? Well, we have this website. Yeah, we're sports announcers. Not in here, you're not. The locker room's closed. No media. Dude, did you hear that? We're media. So, welcome to The Ravens, a One Tree Hill podcast, where it's always 10.30 at night, so it's time to grab the snacks from the sweet cupboard, move upstairs and settle in, as tonight's episode for debate is Season 1, Episode 11, The Living Years. Dom, we're here. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? I'm good. I'm excited. This is... This season, it's really cementing into me that this is my favourite season of One Tree Hill. And this particular period, like the the first few episodes I love as well, but there's a lot of we're setting everyone up, we're putting people in their place, you know, getting the broad strokes of the characters. And then in the, since sort of season six onwards, sorry, episode six onwards, it's been very much like, fleshing out the characters now and playing with the dynamics. And I love Zip. Well, that's good. Uh, do you feel like you love it more because you're getting to talk about
0: it more? Because when <laughs> we get into season two, you're going to go, actually, I really love season two because you're talking about it so much.
1: Uh, potentially, but I think it's this period of season one. Like This is what really like, inspired me in my own life is this period of it and it reminds me of that and from the first viewing and then as i've said many times it hit me harder on the second viewing but you know the first viewing was the catalyst and then the second viewing was like the motivation to really go for it and uh yeah i love it so and i'm loving talking to you about it that's
0: good it's good that we've that had such a like profound impact so early on in the series as well to you like early on yeah um because we're actually only just at the halfway point of this season yeah which is crazy to think that we've been doing this uh, just over well, 11 weeks now and it's we're literally halfway through just one season
1: yes that's crazy well i think the the later seasons they they're not the ones that are like you know the life-changing ones to me to other people they might be but to me it's like season one and then you know probably in order like one two three four and then it sort of trails off into this is a show that i still love but it's not having the same meaning and probably because then you know can't speak
0: well, it's, it's really interesting that Emily was also able to kind of pinpoint ones that meant a lot to her. So yeah. eight, nine and ten of this season were really important to her. She said she'll always watch them in succession. Yeah. And you're kind of able to pinpoint the point um, that made you feel like, yeah, I need to go and do that. And it was kind of like a, a moment between Nathan and Hayley in particular that you mentioned quite a few episodes ago when he decided she was the one Um that he, wanted to, that he wants to be with at the moment and, it, you know, made a bit of a public display of it. And there was a song that was playing and you said that, you know, had a bit of a profound impact. And it's quite nice that people are able to pull that out and pinpoint that. It'd be nice um, for our listeners if they could, you know, if they're experienced in the show enough to sort of turn around and go, actually, that point in the show, it doesn't matter what season, because obviously I'm not going to be able to see that unless Simon shows me it, but it'd be really nice to hear Kind of, if there's a point that has made a difference to you guys, particularly anyone who feels like a high flyers moment. So our high flyers club is kind of our um, opportunity to let things go and talk about things and get things out there and um, kind of try and rise above it as best as we can. Uh, and it'd be a great opportunity to go, you know, for any of any of you guys listening to say that was the point in the show that made me go okay this is a change i need to make or this is something i need to do and it'd be really good if we could you know even share your story or if you want to share your story with us we don't have to share it at all um we can send a message back and just talk one-on-one basically
1: so that is the call to action so you can do that by emailing us at the mighty 90s 90s is in 90s the mighty 90s podcast at gmail.com Or on our Instagram, Dom. At Ravenspodcast. So either one of those ways. Or obviously on Patreon as well, ravenshoops.net. Because basketballs go through what, Dom? Hoops. And. (laughs) Think of the website address. Nets. Yeah, Nets. (laughs) Hoops and Nets. Hoops and Nets. That was a
0: bit painful, wasn't it?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I set you up. and i just crumble <laughs> so well is there any moments you have said before on previous episodes i'm not sure if they've been on bonus episodes or if they've been on you know these episodes but you haven't quite had that yet you haven't had that moment of oh this is impacting in my perspective on things or shaping my view on things do you have you any closer to that do you feel like maybe you won't have that because you're set in your views because you're you know older now or you you're in your early 30s or i mean views can always change still so what do you think
0: i actually think keith uh saying to karen you know that kind of sentiment of you're never too old to make a change Mm -hmm. and never too old to go for what you want to go for which is why she you know Uh, I know that Lucas buys her the ticket to go to Italy and do the cooking class and stuff like that. Uh, And I know that the whole reason for that storyline is because the actress has gone to, Maury Kelly has gone to have a baby. Um, But the sentiment behind it is, you know, someone like Keith saying, we can still go for what we want to go for in life. We don't have to continuously settle regardless of our age and where we are in our life you know we've got bills and mortgages to pay and businesses to run but actually we can still go and do something you know major amazing or something that's important to us and that has kind of hit home with me recently um i talk about my job a lot and not enjoying it and stuff like that so that's something that's definitely um kind of in my mind and influencing me a little bit
1: Mm. so over the top we need a slow montage of you walking into work, and then over the top, a bit of Pete Francis. Don't go with your dreams unhoved. Don't leave me, leave me on that old backward True life coming, something, something good. if you'd like to follow our
0: other podcast (laughs) which is called Raven's Karaoke
1: (laughs) (laughs) I didn't do Travis
0: keeping up appearances (laughs) Travis features a lot in this one
1: it does a lot of
0: talk of Travis in episode 11
1: yeah and Brooke really likes him
0: him um, yes <laughs> the, the travis guy <laughs> that travis guy oh i noticed the soul patch this week yeah i hadn't seen it before but i saw it it was there it was wafting
1: <laughs> it was... <laughs> wafting That's a that makes it sound like it smells wow well, you know. he's not washing it <laughs> <laughs> unkept his soul, soul patch brooke thought that the smell was old books but <laughs> it was actually his soul patch <laughs> Okay, well, with that being said, shall we move into our character journeys? Let's do that. Okay, where do you like to begin, my friend?
0: I'd quite like to begin with
1: Lucas. Let's that, that start with that soul patch. Let's start with the soul patch.
0: Just shave it off. He does. He doesn't need it. Spoiler. <laughs> he does.
1: It goes. <laughs> it goes at some point. Dominic's laughing and picking up a two. I feel like... We got to. We got to be open with everyone. I just did let a spoiler slip off microphone. A little spoiler.
0: It's a character name.
1: A character name. I've already forgotten it. But can we? <laughs> okay. But can we explain the the stages of what actually happened to get to it? You were making fun.
0: I was making fun of a character
1: um, that's featured in our intro. You, yeah, I think. I think you should do the honour of doing the impression i don't think that's fair to
0: the one tree hill fans is it (laughs) okay so i came into the office we got talking and we were chatting about general stuff and then got onto podcast chat and i went we're media (laughs) and i got told to leave this particular character alone who hasn't hasn't featured since that episode i might add
1: i said leave leave mouth and insert name here alone and then i was like oh no <laughs> i realized we hadn't that person's name hadn't been revealed yet
0: i've never heard his but, name before.
1: but you can't remember the name already are you serious did you
0: say james something like that sure i can't remember already yeah
1: sure yeah my
0: memory from like six seconds ago isn't great <laughs> but
1: besides that i i think i've been pretty much you know even you're,
0: you're basically a, a brick wall I can't get anything out of you. It's great. My
1: personality's been described as that before. <laughs> <laughs> right. No comment. Uh, oh. Keeping up oh. appearances. <laughs> if you say anything I don't like about any character on One Tree I'm just going to start singing that Travis song <laughs> to you. Well,
0: I've got some very, <laughs> I've got some very different opinions today of of characters, and I, I, it'll be important to uh, to get them out there.
1: Okay, well, let's do it. Okay, so Lucas, where does he begin? Does he begin in the bookstore with with Brooke? Is that where it all starts? I think so. Yeah, so
0: the, the two of them are in the bookstore. He's
1: sniffing books. He's sniffing
0: the smelly books. Uh, Brooke is not enjoying just kind of being in that environment. I the, suppose it's like an old bookshop, though, isn't it? So he's looking for... Probably the, the next Steinbeck. The next
1: Steinbeck book, yeah.
0: Oh, I need to talk about a Steinbeck book later, because it really annoyed me. <laughs> that he
1: was reading Steinbeck <laughs> It still. didn't annoy
0: me that he was reading it still, but he was just... He's, like, destroyed the book. when it he's might ha- be Has it, old... like, fully folded?
1: Oh, right, he's destroying the book. You are talking about the moment where he's reading with Peyton and while she's drawing. He's
0: literally just, like, screwed... Like, oh, my God, why are you doing that to the book?
1: But maybe it was an old book he got from the bookstore, and it had already been...
0: But that was one that he'd had previously, I think. I think it looked like the one that he lent to Brooke. Right. Just probably just, like, going over again. So it's going to be his book, isn't it? So it's right. fine. He can do what he wants with it. It just really, really annoys me. There's no need for, like, faults. Basically, like, turning Rolling it into a it. tube of paper, yeah.
1: But some people like that with books. They like them to feel a bit battered up, don't they? Like, they're... Okay, so... <laughs> Some sort of beetle just fell from the ceiling onto the desk in front of Dom and it's now gone into your notes. What is it? Some sort of some sort of beetle. I think it's like a roach. Wow. So we are actually moving out of this office soon. So some people just like the books being a little bit beaten up, don't they? And feeling like, you know, it's a bit worn. So but I I get what you're saying. You're coming from a point of you know keep things in good quality that's what we were taught as kids you know treat your toys well yeah
0: why are you rolling it up like that
1: (laughs) okay so they're they're at the old bookstore and it's kind of seeded and i think and foreshadowing from this point that they're in to different things very evidently
0: yeah it's it comes up quite quickly as well doesn't it and it's starting to the cracks are starting to show. It feels in, in terms of their connection.
1: What, well, but only from Brooke's perspective. Like Lucas doesn't seem bothered by it. Apart from she then propositions him again with, "Well, you look, I've done something for you, so now you do something for me." You know, like the the beer ta- tattoo situation, and he's almost looking at it like. But you're not doing something for me. I'm sharing something with you. You know, it's not like a tally. It's not a game. Yeah. But um, she then takes him to a jacuzzi, which is not hers. They've broken into someone's house. How did you feel about that?
0: Uh, I wasn't surprised. I'll be honest with you. She's a bit wild, isn't she? Wild and crazy. Uh, I thought it was quite funny when she said, uh, when he's he asked, oh, are you sure your parents won't come home? And she was like, well, they might. But this isn't their jacuzzi. And he's like, what? Jacuzzi <laughs> isn't?" And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> but that just says to me he's not been around the house before.
1: Yeah. Which is a little bit... This is a, such a dumb thing. It's a bit you, unusual. You, you go, you know, in the three-dimensional thinking here. Like, I would never have even thought that. You are counting Gabe's tablets, <laughs> then, his roofie tablets. It's either a fresh pack or it's the first time. <laughs> <laughs> his foreshadows his mother beat him as a child like he kind of like <laughs>
0: um well yeah i i some of these things just pop out in my head like yeah. he's like never picked her up mm. he's never dropped her off
1: because mm, he said he was going to follow her home that time in, yeah and you said he could have towed yeah it's
0: just all these things but you just sort of think well he didn't realize it wasn't her house
1: yeah, but we get some Maroon 5 again. We do. Do you prefer this Maroon 5 song?
0: This Maroon 5 was the the better Maroon 5 song I of, think... of the one that was played previously. Is it She Will Be Loved last time? Yeah. And this one was...
1: <laughs> it's
0: hardest to breathe, isn't it?
1: yeah which I think it actually fitted the moment quite well yeah do you
0: think it was a body double
1: yeah I knew when that happened this time I was like Dom's gonna know now because that shot was for sure like it was from like sort of the bottom of her neck to you know towards her groin
0: (laughs) Just like saying groin don't you I'd
1: like (laughs) I just think I find it funny that you find the word groin funny (laughs) Because groin is unisex. You have a groin. Yeah. I have a groin.
0: We've all, we all got a groin. Yeah, we're the same gender. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, our, our mums have groins. Like, everyone has a groin. Why
0: did you have to say our mums? Don't think of that. What's wrong with you?
1: I'm just, <laughs> just saying everyone has a groin. Okay, let's go back to Brooke's groin. again. Okay. Right, well... <laughs> do Do you now see that you think that's a body double? Because otherwise, why wouldn't they include her head?
0: It's about being provocative, isn't it? That's the whole point. That's the whole point of those scenes. It's about being provocative because she's that sort of character.
1: Yeah, no, I get that. But my question is not if she can still be provocative and have a face... I, I, I feel that's a body double. Are you saying that you think that that's not a body double? There's
0: there's only two people that can answer that question. Well, there's probably about 30 people that can answer that question, but realistically...
1: I, and I don't need an answer, but I would like an answer from you. I what think it's you, her. Do you think it's her or you'd like to think it's her? I
0: think it's her. I don't yeah. think it's going to be a body double.
1: No, she'd be like 19 years old. I, I think they'd be like, no, they'd bring in body double. But she's doubles.
0: not showing anything other than... Navel sort of down a little bit, okay. So, sort of unbuttoning jeans,
1: listeners. We're wanting more interaction with you guys, so let us know what do you think. It makes zero difference at all to any of it, but just from a uh, production point, I believe that that is not Sophia Bush. I think that's a body double. I think she would have been too young. I think parents, her, they wouldn't have wanted to put that stuff out there. I think there would have been a body double. So, Dom, your perspective is?
0: She's a paid actor.
1: Okay. So, let us know via the mediums, telepathy, email, <laughs> Instagram. We'll find out. So, it gets hot and heavy again. Uh, again, more evidence that you can see that they're a couple. Like, as in it looks quite natural.
0: She starts taking her bathing suit off. Like, the, the top half off. Yeah. That's not a body double. No. but directorial decisions have been made obviously to so i understand the point i just think we're paying this person let's just make them do it right okay
1: (laughs) but uh yeah so it's hot and heavy and then we move on
0: we do we do move on uh where do they go to next is this where uh, lucas then goes to peyton's house
1: With the rake,
0: he then picks up the rake because the door's open, and we hear rustling in the kitchen.
1: What were you, as a first-time viewer, what were you thinking at this moment?
0: I was thinking it's gonna be Peyton's dad because we've not met him yet. Okay, but I wanted it to be a raccoon.
1: Okay. (laughs) I really like the way that he spins the rake. He picks up the rake and he spins it, and I was—I really liked it. And I also like the way he. Taps it on the table.
0: Yeah.
1: I liked it. It was good rake acting.
0: Peyton. Peyton twice and nobody bats an eyelid. What well, The the stuff that was going on in the kitchen wouldn't have been that loud that you wouldn't have heard someone saying Peyton's name. Yeah. If someone walks into my house shouting out someone's name and it was a stranger's Frank. voice. Frank. Like, yeah. Like, who, the hell, who the hell is that? I'd be a bit but you concerned. You wouldn't be
1: leaving your front door open no that is true it's creepy actually to me that I know they're just probably doing it as a story function to make things easier but Peyton is always in her room and people just walk in so people walked through her front door through her house up the stairs and whatever and then gone to her room It's like I wouldn't like the idea of coming downstairs to go to the kitchen or whatever and feeling like anyone could be in my house
0: it's like commented on though as well isn't it
1: that she always has her music too loud
0: yeah because Lucas, when he talks to the dad later on, when they're in her room, they're both in her room looking at her art, and um, because it matters, <laughs> uh, and um, they both, uh, he says, "Oh, she can never hear the bell." That's why I just come up, sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and the dad doesn't say,
1: "Well, don't do that."
0: Please don't do that in future. <laughs>
1: yeah. Please just knock. But he and wait. he
0: must see that he's he's picked up a rake. He wants to fend off anyone that shouldn't be there. So he's kind of, yeah, protective
1: friend. Well, that's our introduction to Larry. Do we, do we want to, do we want to talk about Larry at this point? Because I guess he plays a big part in Lucas's storyline in this episode. Are
0: we, are we kind of covering, well, maybe we cover Larry at the same time we cover Peyton. Okay. I know there's a slight overlap, but um, we, we can talk about, Lucas and Larry's interactions and then we'll come back to a little bit of Larry when we talk about Peyton. How about that? Okay. So we, we're kind of covering off Brooke as well. Yeah. Because everything to do with Lucas is to do with Brooke, isn't it? So, yeah.
1: Well... For the most part. Well, Larry and Lucas's interaction at this point, it was quite nice. And then Peyton comes down. Oh, we'll we'll leave Peyton for a sec. But um, it's kind of... The music tones were good as well. It's like the intense what's you know what's happening suspenseful music and then it just kind of dropped of like yeah i'm her dad yeah who are you rake boy or whatever <laughs> yeah i'm gonna take that rake off of you and
0: what does he say i'll take, take the rake of you and then. <laughs> kind of like...
1: Like
0: beat you to death with it or something something like that he was confident that he could take that rake off of lucas he
1: was i guess teenager right sure Young adult. So, <laughs> what did you think of Larry? I want to hear your opinion, and then I'm going to share with you the opinion of Lex and Ryan from the Rivergore cast.
0: On this particular
1: episode? On Larry. Or just yeah, on Larry in general? Yeah. Okay. On on Larry's introduction, yeah. Right,
0: okay. Um, I don't know. I, I, quite, I quite liked him. I thought he was all right. He's, he's been talked about. So it's kind of necessary to to bring him up and and have him present. He's not going to be like Jake's parents who don't exist. Yeah. Um, because he's not Jake's not one of the key five. Mm-hmm. So the key five have to have their sort of parents in view, don't they?
1: Which is a basketball reference. you start starting five. There you
0: go. Um, I quite liked him. I thought he was all right as a character. I thought his introduction was. Uh, it was obvious to me when he walked in that house and um, it, there was rustling noises and stuff like that that it was going to be Peyton's
1: dad. And what do you think of him as an actor? I thought it was fine. Okay, so their opinion was that he's a bad actor. Oh, really? Um, and that he... I don't think they particularly liked him. As a character. Um, I I just... I say that because... When I watched it this episode... I had that in my mind. So I was sort of being maybe a bit overcritical... Trying to think about his performance. And I actually thought he was pretty good. I thought he was alright. Not too bad. But I have actually... This is another slight spoiler. But I have actually spoiled something... For you about One Tree Hill... In the past. On our Mighty 90s podcast. On our first... Ever episode of the Mighty 90s. Well, that's kind of a lie. Not our first episode. <laughs> our very first episode is unreleased. <laughs> We've never released it. and Maybe one day we'll release it to Patreon, but uh, we didn't release it because...
0: It was like three and a half hours long. <laughs> yeah, and we were a bit... We were
1: still working things out, so we were a little bit rigid. Um, it was on the movie Goodfellas, mm. <laughs> which is a great movie, but our second one and the first one we released was the movie smart house that was the disney channel original movie which is a great great movie but the dad in that i told you that later on he plays payton's dad Dad. yeah and i'd said that they replaced the original actor yeah so this guy doesn't last long yeah, okay. That, that happens at some point. I am Does that
0: I, happen on his return in 3 weeks?
1: I won't say. Okay. I won't say. I just I and I'm only saying it because I had told you previously, way before. This is like at the this is in like February, this is way before the po- our podcast had started. Yeah,
0: way before we decided to do Yeah. Raven's
1: one. I think that's probably the only thing. And then you also know about high flyers because I've got the gym bag. Yeah. Um which yeah an actual gym bag
0: from the show
1: An actual gym bag from the show mm. yeah <laughs> it's like one of my prized possessions my so my uh as i said on the show before my wife is in her final stages of pregnancy with our first child and we're having to, we're having to pack the hospital bag and get that stuff ready and i was like why don't you use this bag? <laughs> it's like this could be the bag. This is it. Um, this is perfect she's, use. She declined that, but she said I can use it as my bag because apparently I have to take some stuff. So, just in
0: case, just in case, nice.
1: And Dom, there's another piece of the Rivercourt for sale on eBay at the moment, right? It, it, if I had the money, like, I I would buy it for you. <laughs> It's actually very expensive. Oh really? Yeah. What is it? What bit
0: of the court is it?
1: I don't know. Just a bit of concrete. Yeah. Okay. Firstly, you need to back that up. Just, just just a bit of concrete. (laughs) The river court. Remember where you are, young man.
0: So sorry. So sorry.
1: I said that. (sighs) How much do you think? Hundred dollars. For a piece of the river court. Sure. The river court. Oh, no. it's more than a hundred dollars. Yeah. Oh my god. On uh, eBay, this piece. I actually can't remember how much I paid for mine. I got mine like about two years I'm ago. So I think
0: probably a bit too much. <laughs> I'm gonna go dig up a bit of that road out there and just say I've got a bit of the river court.
1: No. It comes in a box. I'm gonna and box it. Is is there's pictures of it being taken out of the ground.
0: I'll I'll get a picture of the
1: internet You don't understand You can match up the limestone You don't
0: understand (coughs) Dominic
1: Ruining this
0: What? So Chad Michael Murray has touched that ground Yeah Wow the face on you now has completely changed That is a beaming smile
1: When I got it I was really like Should I clean it Do I not clean it Do I kiss it Do I put my face to it I did the last two. All of the above. (laughs) I also put it on the floor and I stood on it. Wow. So I've stood on the river court. (laughs) And then I said on our, we did Apollo 13 yesterday for the mighty 90s. Um, Good film, but Armageddon's better. And we, uh, I was, I was saying that I was thinking of, chipping a bit off and then making it into like a necklace and then having like a river court necklace and you said that maybe i should focus less on that and more on my unborn child yes soon to be born child soon to be born child maybe i could they could have a piece of the river court (laughs) (laughs) but right so you don't want a piece no thank you not yet not at the moment but we are going to go to where the River Court was in person. I'd
0: love to go. I, I don't want to have to have a chunk of concrete in my house, unnecessarily.
1: If I made you a River Court necklace... I don't wear necklaces. This could be the first one.
0: You're making it very hard for me to say I don't want this.
1: So just accept?
0: Just accept the necklace.
1: If I made it for you, would you wear it?
0: I'd wear it while I was here.
1: But what if I made it so it's like you couldn't take it off? You could only cut it off. I would cut it off. Every time. <laughs> I'd have to. <sighs> <sighs> You'll feel differently. Uh, this would be the barometer. We'll see if there's a point in time where you're like, okay. I want that necklace. Yeah, and I'll be like, <laughs> too late. Fuck you, buddy. It's gone.
0: So how much is it? Well, guess? I did.
1: Oh, yeah, more than that. 200. More than that.
0: 300
1: Yeah. $300? What's yeah. the size of concrete? Give me the size of concrete. It's like... Uh, I'm not good Like with... three centimetres? No, it's like that by that. So what's that? Like two inches by two inches? Something like that. You've seen it in my, it's in my office. No, but
0: what's the $300 bit like? Same.
1: Oh, it's the same. They're all the same size. I have no words for this at all. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't I understand why people want memorabilia and stuff like that. This is bet what you mean, but no, that's not it. real. Totally you mean understand. props? Like,
0: yeah, but
1: like the gym bag.
0: The gym bag. That's that's great because that's it's on camera. On camera, it's in use. It's being used and stuff like that. But this is just like a bit of concrete. This is this was there before they started filming. Surely?
1: No, no, no. The River Court was made. That doesn't oh, that court the, doesn't exist. Right. Yeah, and then at the end of each season, they had to like re re go over the top of it like not tarmac over it but basically like relay it yeah because it would like be cracking and stuff because it was sort of made to be temporary and they never knew what we've discussed in previous episodes is they never knew if the show was going to be renewed for another season or not so they'd have to like you know redo it um, so have
0: you got season nine's layer?
1: yeah but i've got it's quite thick oh that's cool yeah so you probably got nine layers on there or something. But I, I get what you're saying. I I understand. I. But like the... if you had
0: someone's shirt, because you, you you like buying the shirts and stuff as well, or if you had a ball, or if you had, um, I want all of that. Yeah, any of that. Whitey cigars, the the whole lot. If you had that, great. But a bit if if and you were offering me something, you said I could buy you anything from there. Your choices are shirt, ball, concrete. I'm not picking the concrete.
1: Well, same. I would choose the, <laughs> the others as well. With the, at the end of season nine, they did an auction, like in uh, in Wilmington, when they filmed it, where you could go to the like soundstage, and then people were just buying this stuff. Like they were just selling it all, like all of the set dressings, all of the props in the houses, everything. Like you know, even random stuff like lamps and stuff that they would have bought you know they've just sold it all um but they Karen's
0: shower (laughs) just like a weird coat hanger
1: I'd have it (laughs) I'd put it up in here somewhere I'd have it well like I like like I said um on the episode we had with Emily the um Peyton's computer it's like in in a store there all of that stuff um but the bet and like I've, I've got a few props we've kind of I don't know if we discussed them on here or on the Mighty 90s but I've got um I've got three of the shirts from the Mighty Ducks movies um, like the jerseys I've got Adam a pair of Adam Sandler's shoes <laughs> <laughs> I've got an Adam Sandler's jacket from just go with it and then and then some bits And I've got two gym bags from One Tree Hill. I've got one that's the High Flyers one and then one that's from another team that's from later down the line, which I don't think you've seen, so I'm not going to say. They're probably my favourite props that I own, like the High Flyers bag, because I wear it for when I play basketball um, and no one knows what it is. Like, no one ever even asked. No one knows, but I know. I'm like, oh, this is Nathan's gym bag. Well, it's one of six and but there's a point where all six are on screen so i know it's one of them yeah but i don't know if it's the one he was actually holding because we, all... we can
0: pretend it is
1: can't we it's a one in six chance yeah that's not bad odds um but even if it wasn't it's on screen you it know. might
0: have been held by ravens that guy
1: <laughs> it might have it might been, have been
0: his. he might want his bag back
1: well I've spoken to that guy in, in over Instagram, the actual actor that played the extra Ravens guy. Cause I was trying to hunt down an an actual Ravens jersey. So yeah. I was gonna say if you have it, I wanna buy it from you if if you wanted to sell it. Um but they don't exist. Warner Brothers have it. Um, are they made
0: by cisco
1: cisco athletic, athletic um, did i tell you uh, i so i ordered them to be re- made by cisco athletic to have my own one yeah for our own basketball team that has the same gym, so on and so forth have oh, i told you what's happened with that no i ordered that in july really? no i ordered them in june they got sent they came to the uk in july we where are we now mid-october they arrived in july they're gone they're lost I had to put a thing in with U- U- USPS, is that what it is? USPS? Yeah, United States Postal Service. To be like, I don't know where my items are. They don't know where they are. Um, and so I put, they're doing an, an international investigation, but I'm not allowed to contact them again for six weeks. I was on, and so in six weeks' time, I can find out if they know where it is but it's probably gone in the ether. But I'd ordered four jerseys because I didn't know the sizes and stuff. Gone. That's horrendous. It's heartbreaking, Dom. Well,
0: anyone that listens that works for the US Postal Service, please help Simon. Please. Please. He loves One Tree Hill so much. And if you're listening, clearly you do
1: too. So please help him out. And in the meantime, let's... Let's get some funds together, and let me see if I can get you this piece <laughs> of Rivercore.
0: We're gonna crowd fund just to get me a bit of concrete.
1: But, uh, oh my god, you're making me so angry. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> okay, so let's move forward. I forgot. I don't even know how we got here. I don't even where's the Lucas? Right. Oh, Luke, Larry, Dad, Smart House. Okay. So anyway, Larry, Lucas, yep, yeah, good. Then where do we move on to with Brooke and Lucas?
0: So uh, Lucas is in Karen's cafe.
1: Yeah. I, th- I think before that, they're at school and Brooke is asking Peyton about the CD and saying well, she doesn't connect with Lucas.
0: Well, Brooke says he he's getting the best of both worlds. Yeah. And that he gets the... Artsy, intellectual, conversational side from you, Peyton, and he just gets to have his way with me, kind of thing. Is what she's saying. It's just, you know, and uh, Peyton sticks up for him and says he's not like that. You know, he's not like that. And she yeah. says he's a guy. It's in his genetic code, basically. Yeah, they're all the same, and she's quite. She seems quite upset by it all, and it's clearly that they're so different that it's it's bothering her
1: it's the classic thing that you always bring up is that if she'd just had the conversation outright with lucas at the beginning that she late has later in the episode then there would be no issue because he actually likes that they're different Mm. um which is nice because it'd be boring otherwise isn't it they have things that they can tell each other and interact with each other on
0: this is where the, the the character slides are starting to change starting to happen for me anyway, in that Brooke is now jealous of Peyton. Yeah. And that's not happened before.
1: Because Peyton is connecting with Lucas on a level that's kind of very natural, where it feels like Brooke is having to try. Now, but that's not a slight at either Peyton or Brooke because um, Brooke is trying and wants to make it work. And so that's a really sweet trait. And then Peyton is not trying to get in the way either. She's just being friends with Lucas. So it's kind of neither of them are in any sort of wrong here.
0: Yeah. They're both doing their best. And she, uh, Brooke, 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 even says it's the first time she's ever given a rat's ass
1: about anyone. That, that really bothered me. Did it? Not her saying it. His, saying his it. delivery of will I give a rat's ass about you too? <laughs> it really bothered me. I think it's always bothered me thinking, because I literally think of a rat and I think of someone holding it and then being like, here's its head, here's its butt. Wow. Here's a rat's butt. I'd, I I'd give a rat's butt. So a rat's ass. I hate the way we say ass in our British accent. Arse. But then if you try and say, if we try and say ass, it you sound it doesn't sound right does it, it sounds like how do you say it ass to say it t- tell me about giving me a rat's
0: i can give a rat's ass
1: yeah so <laughs> it makes it sound so yeah, british
0: it's kind of a bit better and like an american accent isn't it
1: but like i i give a rat's ass so what are you saying i would give you a rat's butt but i wouldn't give you a whole rat like i'd chop off its butt and give it to you i
0: think you're overanalyzing analyzing that massively that's what goes through my
1: mind. It's <laughs> <laughs> a scary place. <laughs> Keeping up. Oh the- God!
0: <laughs> it's it. <laughs> we <Wait>, uh. <laughs> get to the end of Lucas and Brooke?
1: Oh yeah, we there already. Been- we-, we haven't done the Travis CD yet. So the- it's-
0: she's that. That's the whole point of her asking Peyton, isn't it? I I don't have this connection. I don't know what to do. I need your help. And uh, Peyton says Give him the CD He'll love it Tracks tracks? 8 and 11 Um, uh, He will like them Go and listen to it I actually looked up the album The album's called 12 Memories So when she says 8 and 13 There's only 12 tracks Um, Which is why he says There's only 12 tracks Because it's called 12 Memories There are however Two bonus tracks on uh, alternate releases of this album so technically there's 14 tracks so she was right all along uh, just saying sticking up a brook
1: <laughs> i'd love it if she if he was like well there's only whatever tracks and he's like and she's like well lucas on the alternative release there's 14 tracks
0: bonus tracks bitch. yeah
1: give <laughs> a rat's ass about that you little prick <laughs>
0: He's great. (laughs) Track 14 of his is great. (laughs) Uh, I actually listened to track 8 and 11 as well. Really? Yeah. I've got into this.
1: Again, if I had a hat, I would tip it to you because that is next level dedication.
0: So track 8 is called Love Will Come Through. Okay. Which I think, uh, I don't know why, because it was Peyton that said he'll like tracks 8 and 11, right?
1: Yeah or say that those tracks make you think of him
0: Yeah So
1: Love Will Come Through
0: So it might be It's actually a really good track I, I really enjoyed listening to it actually I, I've heard it before It's one from that album that they actually released as a single um, So it's, it's a good track And then track 11 is called Walking Down the Hill Was it good? It wasn't as good I didn't enjoy it as much It's quite radio heady kind of
1: Would Lucas it felt like felt a little bit dirgy Yeah you and it's not liked-
0: it's not my sort of it's not my sort of tune, but he well, would have loved it. Yeah,
1: <laughs> he would have been all over that.
0: I, I have a question about Lucas. Why can't he open his eyes? What's wrong with him? <laughs> ah. He's always so like squinty. It's like what's happened.
1: That's so funny you say that again. This isn't a spoiler, but at some point in the show, they make fun of him for it. Oh, okay, <laughs> like it's, it's not a Lucas thing. It's kind of like a Chad Michael Murray like thing.
0: A, oh look, I'm so. Cool and sexy. I can't open my eyes. Open your eyes, man.
1: (laughs) He kind of does this little... (laughs) 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 He does this little sort of chuckle.
0: (laughs) but The whole episode, I'm watching him thinking... So she... Like, they're in the bookshop. He's got his eyes shut. She's sitting on his lap. uh, They're in the jacuzzi. He's got his eyes shut. Sitting on his lap in uh, his computer. He's got his eyes shut. Talking to her on her porch. Eyes shut. It's just like, what are you doing, man?
1: Maybe he just needs glasses. Maybe, yeah. And he puts them on and it's just like, I can see...
0: Maybe he's long sighted, and then when things are up close, he really struggles.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's
0: just <laughs> ridiculous. Anyway, I'm glad that I'm not the only one that's ever mentioned it. <laughs> they
1: kind of. Well, and Haley kind of did it in episode six when they're. Um, she sort of does an impression of him to Peyton when they're sort of walking in the road and doing the sort of uh, little laugh thing he does. I do it in a terrible impression. But he does a little. Yeah, and the squinty broody thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Um and so Lucas then obviously goes to see Peyton and says You can have your C D batch that like, I've already got it. And he's like, Yeah, so have I. Just take it back,
1: kind of thing. He says, Yeah, so do I. And and so we both know there's only twelve tracks.
0: Yeah, and Peyton tries to you know smooth things over and say she's trying yeah she's trying and it was Brooke that wanted to give you it it wasn't it's not from me yeah it's just an honest mistake kind of thing about getting the track number wrong
1: yeah Peyton really upped her game for me in this episode she did i i was like okay i'm with it she was a good friend to Brooke. she was a good friend to lucas and maybe it's because larry's back and she's got her dad back she's actually you know not a 16 year old living on her own you know she's uh, and she was a much better character and so I I have to give her that
0: you know at the beginning I said there's some I've got some different views on characters today that's my that's my one she's like so different happier I really liked Peyton in this episode really liked Peyton in this episode wow I've gone from really disliking Peyton thinking wow come on just like just a little smile yeah you know slightly less like bitchiness about you but oh, she was brilliant in this one really? and
1: she's really well we'll get to her she's good with Haley as well yeah we'll... okay so is that pretty much oh and then we get we get lucas we're in the cafe with pay with Peyton and larry larry and lucas are getting on about books and Steinbeck and whoever it was Faulkner oh that was it oh they're reading that in school no i just read this for fun
0: I, I thought Larry was saying it as a oh god they're reading this now are they or making you read this and he's like oh no I read it for fun I, d- I wasn't sure Larry was keen on it right right but
1: yeah you never know dear but they're chatting about books Peyton's sort of in the middle Brock sees them all looking a bit cosy yeah well, that's how she saw it anyway it did look cosy though let's be real it looked kind of a bit like when in the pilot when we've got Hayley and uh, Karen and Lucas you know sat in a cafe having their chilli it was all kind of comfortable yeah natural
0: it would have been interesting if Brooke had let him answer so he she says what were you up to last night I saw you looking you know kind of cosy with no, she doesn't use the word crazy. But with Peyton It would have been interesting If She'd just go Oh what did you get
1: up to last night And
0: just leave it there And just see mm. what he says
1: See if he lied or not But he
0: wouldn't lie He's not that sort of character To say oh, I was at um, My mum's cafe I saw Peyton Talking to a dad La 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 la
1: Yeah because He wouldn't see it As anything wrong Yeah Cause, And he and still it doesn't
0: wasn't. He, Yeah it wasn't It was you know It was, all it was innocent
1: I <laughs> <Okay. laughs> Sorry, what did you say? I spoke over you. I said exactly the same thing you did. Oh. was it innocent at the same oh, time. Oh, perfect. Okay. <laughs> well, it, was, it was also, it's very, I feel like Lucas is over Peyton. Like, as in, he kind of like, he'd put it out there, you don't think? Uh, it's the, the
0: look at the art table when she was drawing. Oh, it, we, that yeah, that look across the table means mm, she she's trying to help me and Brooke out, but actually I'm realising I've made a mistake. I should have gone through
1: door number one instead of door number two. Oh he should have taken the red pill and got out of the matrix. Yeah. Well Oh, <laughs> we like that. Well good reference, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so do shall we should we end Lucas with Lucas and Brooks' final little rat's butt situation they, they and make then up we can at the end, don't they? But it was a nice moment and Lucas saying, oh, I I like, I like you for you. You know, you don't need to try. He said you know. love. Oh, he did say love. Yeah.
0: He said love. But she didn't react to that. Yeah. Uh, he wasn't saying, I love you, he was saying, I love you he was saying I love you the way you are. Yeah. He? But, and I love these
1: things about you. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But just from this episode now, I, I'm not sure I can see this relationship lasting. I don't know if that's just... Just trying to over-predict, but I just can't see it lasting much longer. I don't know.
1: Yeah, okay. We'll (laughs) see. We will... No comment. Looking at that wall. (laughs) No comment, my friend. Okay, who do you want to go on to next? Shall we go on to Peyton and Larry?
0: Let's cover Peyton and her episode um, because she kind of gets to a few other people and then we can move on from... Because we've touched on points that she's involved in yeah so it doesn't need to be too long on pain
1: yeah well she's really happy that larry's back um and then unhappy that he's gonna take another dredging drudging dredging yeah i don't know what that means dredging job in new zealand what does that mean like i know something on a boat but what is that
0: we talked about this briefly before i think when they if you like dredge a canal you're basically like re Laying the the base of the canal, You're like right. digging up loads, loads of stuff from the bottom of the canal. Okay. So that um, ships can get through easily. But I, I have no idea really. That's my, that's, that sounds good. That's my only knowledge of the word dredging and what you would use it
1: for. Let's it's go kind of like
0: dragging up shit basically.
1: <laughs> sounds fine. Sounds good. That sounds. Let's go with that. <laughs> but, um, We have this sort of. ...whole epiphany of that... ...well, he's going to go away... Um, ...he's buying... <laughs> ...he buys Peyton a webcam... ...with two-way audio integration... <laughs> ...which is great sort of early 2000s reference... ...and then as he's loading it up... ...onto her computer... ...he starts to take notice of her artwork... ...and then has this epiphany that... ...he is not around... ...and that she needs him... ...and misses him and Lucas... Um, you know, alerts him to her comic strip, and that artwork in this is another one of Peyton's artwork that's t-shirt worthy. Was like iconic? Iconic. The wave into the boat as the boat's going further, she's getting bigger. Yeah. Like you know, as in he's like missing her childhood or missing her growing up. I, I think I think that's one of my favorites.
0: It was a good one. Really good. I liked the that he was looking at the. Um, traffic lights. They always leave. Is it they always leave? People always leave. People always leave. Yeah. Um, that was good because he was kind of figuring that out, wasn't he? Um, and she'd drawn on the walls, around it, to make like a traffic light. Or obviously, well, she hadn't, but well, character had. Um, so you, you had the red light, the amber light, and the green lights, in order, and then she'd drawn on the walls like a. The shape of traffic lights. Oh, I
1: hadn't noticed that. That's
0: kind of what it looked like to me, anyway. So it was like, and you could see that, and I thought it was pretty cool. From start to finish in this episode, I really liked Peyton. Yeah. Really liked her.
1: Yeah, it was like a different, not a different character, but like a just a completely different side. And it does; it makes you think. Well, if her dad was home all of the time, and she had a parent like everyone else or someone that's supporting her, like every other character does then she'd obviously be a little a lot better off i think
0: yeah definitely maybe it's like a little bit of pressures off as well
1: yeah she doesn't have to do all the food shopping and cleaning <laughs> and you know everything else as someone
0: to help yeah um do you does that affect your overall view of her do you, like on the so you're, you're doing a rewatch we've talked about your past feelings and Peyton and obviously all your past feelings of these characters and you've said that some of your thoughts now coming into this rewatch and talking about it a lot more changes your view of people. Yeah. So are you now thinking on reflection, you don't have to tell me anything, but actually Peyton's changed at this point. Oh, actually now thinking about it, I quite like this character.
1: Yeah, having the weak gaps in between, um, and then talking about it in this detail, it does make you see things differently because usually like like we've said many times before i would have watched these 11 episodes within like a week you know rather than this is what 11 weeks you know so you stay in that time frame for longer and so you sort of remember the character in this state of this episode for a whole week rather than just 40 minutes so yeah it does change i feel like i understand her character better
0: she has positive interactions with everyone so she has a nice positive interaction with jake yeah. Look, oh, yeah, she looks after Jenny. Yeah. Um, Jake gives her the keys back, um, that, that Jenny still had from playing. She was like, Oh, she was getting a bit restless and upset. So she was quite happy playing with the keys. Uh, Jake even uses that at the end of the episode, doesn't he? Where she's like really crying and he's mm-hmm. like, ah grabs the keys and she's like shoves them in her mouth. Unsanitary. Something you need to watch out for soon. Wipe them down first. <laughs> <shake. laughs> um, uh, her interaction with Haley. I have a question about this actually. So last week you told me that there was a deleted scene from the previous episode. Yeah. That they then reference in episode ten. Yeah. And then is it referenced again in this episode? Because she said, "I didn't mean to say anything about. I didn't mean your mum. I wasn't saying anything about your mum. Sorry, you know."
1: No, that's she means what she said just literally before. In that same scene, she said. I can't remember what the comment was, but she said something. It felt it felt out of place. The whole mentioning
0: her mum thing.
1: Yeah, was... but I think she the comment wasn't like specific to her. It was like a nothing comment that was that could have been to anyone about mums or something. I, I wish I could remember what it was, but it was in con. It, no, it wasn't in context of that. It was literally in context to what she had just said.
0: Oh, okay. Because I, I I didn't see how it fit. That was all. I, I watched it twice, and I just couldn't I couldn't figure it out.
1: I think they put that in to show that Peyton was feeling super comfortable like as in that little comments and things like that weren't going to affect her because she's feeling good because her dad's home like, yeah she's feeling a bit uh, not she, invincible but just more confident
0: well she says oh it's cool you know we're cool it's fine yeah. she's just like a nothing thing and yeah. I really like right, that bit of acting between her and Haley was the best bit of acting I've seen in the entire show so far it felt so natural. I'm really being hating today. <laughs> <laughs> Can't get enough. <laughs> and like Hillary Burton did, has, has done a great job. Like, and this little bit of interaction felt so natural. Mm. Just that I've gone from being um, the girl with all these like boyfriend issues to being the go-to girl, uh, you know, about giving advice and stuff like that. And just that interaction between them just felt so natural and normal the way they said things the way little words came out i mean it would be it'd be like having a chat it was just like watching two people have a chat it was brilliant Mm. and i actually thought um i will mark that or pinpoint that moment as probably the best bit of acting i've seen so far
1: Nice. Well, and that's something. So, yesterday, Dom and I were on the Let's Talk OC podcast as guests from the It Takes Free podcast network, which by the time this is out, that should be out. We were on season four, episode 15. So, their penultimate episode ever. It was really good fun talking to Alyssa and Michelle on there. Uh, but, but so, for that episode, we watched an episode of the OC, and Dom and I had some. Uh, Things to say, <laughs> um, especially in relation to One Tree Hill and comparing the two. And we decided together that you cannot compare the two, that apart from that, they're in the same genre and the characters are the same age. But besides that, there is nothing else really similar at all. But it's moments like that that you just said with the acting that pushes One Tree Hill into a different sort of stratosphere. Um, where the acting in the OC is good in some places, but there can be moments of where you it's you can tell it's very scripted and very it's sort of hitting at a different point and to a different audience almost. And I'm not trying to take away from the OC because it's a good show. It has um and. You know, Yeah, it's great, but they're apples and oranges to One Tree Hill, I think, for moments just like that.
0: If I was a director and I was um, directing a, a show or a film or something like that that had this kind of sensibility about it, and I needed two characters to have a conversation that way, even though their conversation is about two minutes, three minutes long, I would make people watch that. I would say, watch this, just watch how comfortable it feels and how normal and natural it is that's how i want you to be that's how i would direct someone i would say just just take take note of this Mm. really well done
1: wow (laughs) wow love it i love it (laughs) he loves it i'm enjoying it and so i love it (laughs) because i feel so proud of him (laughs) for loving it this way just a little let's get you a little piece of that river cork everyone's a winner okay so what else with Peyton Uh, she's then really happy that Larry's gonna stay I think we've sort of that's kind of it on her isn't it
0: it's just in the um, she kind of she does the look at Lucas first as well so Lucas goes oh can I sit here and read my book it's the only like quiet time I get I don't get much anymore and she then kind of looks over and is like a bit she's kind of pensive about oh you know we're friends but i still kind of like him but hey you know it's cool and then she just carries on with her art and then he does
1: the look So that's well. a really important moment because it shows that you know that they can just be comfortable and silent with each other like you know they there's a sort of saying that you can if you can have silence with someone and you neither of you feel that you have to fill that void That is true sort of comfort. Um, And they have that already. Yeah.
0: And uh, she never, ever had that with Nathan. Yeah. Because he would always be talking about his problems and his world and what was going on. And all of a sudden she's got someone that she's quite happy to sit there and read a book while she is doing her pictures. Yeah. Doing her artwork. Yeah. She gets her oils as well from the dad. It's a late birthday present. Yeah. So I, I missed your last birthday here's this, um, the oils that you want. And she's like, oh, they're really expensive. And he's like, no, no, but you deserve it kind of thing.
1: So, And we're going to get this new big money from New Zealand. But now he's only going to do locals. Yeah. So let's return those oils. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> here's some crayons.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Crayola's best.
1: <laughs> okay. So with that, can we tick off Peyton and Larry? Is there anything else you want to say about Larry?
0: Um, the only thing I said uh, is Larry's going to disappear for three weeks now mm-hmm. Roughly um, Because he's taking a more local job That almost ties in with Karen's return Okay So is there anything Well you're, well, you're not going to be asked to, able to answer me But I, I just thought it was Interesting that he's I think we've missed Karen for three weeks now And there's another three weeks that she's Due to be off mm-hmm. So it it almost ties in with Karen's return That he returns as well And I wondered if that was a thing. But obviously you can't answer me. So I'm just going to have to think about it. But what do you you
1: think that means? Like, what do you mean?
0: I don't know. It's kind of adding an extra dynamic. So if if Keith is getting closer to Deb Mm -hmm. and they're having a little bit of a, not necessarily a, a relationship in terms of they get together or anything, but they're getting a lot closer and a bit more comfortable with each other because um, one of my favorite quotes from the episode that we're, we'll talk about hopefully next, um, <laughs> is relates to that. Um, and then this Larry might turn out it might be the new actor by this point. They might decide, okay, he's done one episode, we don't want him anymore. I don't, I don't
1: know. Um, it might just be scheduling stuff as well. Like, I don't know oh, why he was replaced. Yeah,
0: we, we don't know, do we? Yeah, it's yeah. fine, but um, so the. Whoever comes... Whichever version of Larry it is... uh, (laughs) Might come back in at the same time as Karen... And it's like... Oh we're both back... Oh you're back more... It's nice to see you around... We've kind of not seen you for a long time... How's things... And and he might then start to build relationships with... These people... So... uh, They've already been in Karen's cafe once... Without Karen there... Mm -hmm. Peyton's obviously... It feels like Peyton's going to be hanging around there... A little bit more often... So larry might be and it starts to build a relationship with karen when she returns
1: on karen's cafe i noticed for the first time i like paused it so i could read what it says on the what do you call it is it called what's it called like the veranda no the the sort of the sign that's like comes over the front the, the shop front um I paused it because I wanted to see what it actually says underneath in the smaller text. So it says Karen's Cafe. Do you know what it says underneath? Oh, no. I've missed that. You want to guess? Uh... It's like a subtitle. Not subtitle. Is that the right word? Subheading.
0: Eat and enjoy or something like that? Not,
1: not bad. Not bad. <laughs> it says rare books. No, it says fine books. Rare eats.
0: Oh, okay, nice.
1: Yeah, what does rare eats mean? Like, it's rare to eat this good. Is that what? What is that implying?
0: Homemade, her own menu, kind of thing. Right. I don't know. She probably asked Lucas or Haley to come up with some sort of slogan, and
1: I like it. That was it. <laughs> I feared it. I. uh
0: she was like Karen's Cafe. Always the real thing. <laughs> Just do it.
1: <laughs> well we'll talk about some of this stuff later but we have um a merch store now um that has some of this you know stuff like this uh you know logos and stuff in anything that has a logo that's from the show um all of the money on all the profits will go to charity but we'll talk about that a little bit later so who do we want to go to oh so you think that potentially there could be some contention with larry coming back and karen coming back at the same time okay we will see who do you want to go on to next keith he wants a bit of keith
0: i was so happy with keith in this episode
1: right, you said you laughed out loud like six six or so times what can you tell us what time what points they were were they were they all keith related
0: uh i don't think they were all keith related but the first one was definitely keith related when dan walks into karen's cafe to talk to deb and says uh i know you like my women keith but come on deb's still my wife and straight away, he keeps in there with, won't be for long if you keep this up. I was like, ah, <laughs> actually, like proper grease, up, <laughs> laughing. I thought it was brilliant. What a comeback.
1: I thought, because you told me that last night before I rewatched the episode, and I thought you was going to laugh at when Debs gives him the wrong, the wrong food. And he's like, this looks pretty tasty for the diet special.
0: <laughs> that was a good bit as well. And she's like, oh, sorry. And then gives it to some geezer sitting further down the bar.
1: So, what, what He I was a hungry was, guy. Um, he I, was.
0: I, well, the next bit was actually Whitey.
1: Okay.
0: Oh, and he says to Tim, um, Where's Nathan? Tim, <laughs> you're his girlfriend, where is he? I <laughs> <laughs> really made me laugh. I laughed that <laughs> bit. <laughs> <laughs> that was such a good bit. Tim, you're his girlfriend, where is he? <laughs> and he's like, Well, I actually, I haven't seen him for a while. It's you, Tim. You love Whitey. I do. I do love Whitey. What a great guy! That's
1: um, really, oh no, there is one other Whitey moment. Um, I was going to say that it almost wraps up Whitey, but he has a heart to heart with Nathan.
0: Really nice moment with Nathan.
1: We'll get to that. Really nice. Um, <laughs> God, you
0: love Whitey. I do so much. I do So good.
1: If we could get Barry Corbin, the actor, somehow on our podcast, would that Just be in the
0: room with us?
1: Right. Well, we've said. Once COVID is not a thing, and maybe once we get further down, because spoilers would be—I'd have to actually get you like ear defenders and a like blindfold in case there were spoilers or something—and <laughs> I put a big sign saying "No spoilers for Doc." For no. But it would be great to go to one of the conventions in Wilmington, and they get they uh, get done for charity a lot of the time. And we could, you know, be involved in um, promoting it on our podcast and everything. If we could there, then go, you know, just as fans, but, you know, also the podcast there. Um, and then we could, you know, interview some of the cast. It would be amazing. We could, I'd literally, you know what I'd love to do? I'd love James Lafferty to be there and somehow Chad Michael Murray to be there. They're like the white whales. And and then just in, to stand in between them, And go, okay, everyone, together, my half-brother, my half-brother. Everyone has a line. Everyone just goes, Danny Glover. (laughs) Everyone together,
0: Danny Glover. (laughs) Not in the show.
1: (laughs) Mel Gibson, banned from our podcast. Absolutely.
0: There's just two more bits and then we'll go back to to Keith. So Keith... You know when he says, I'll tell Nathan to come and see me, and he lowers the car down on the ramp, and Nathan's there. And then later on, he lowers the car down, and Dan's there in exactly the same point, and he's like, that's just freaky. (laughs) And Dan's like, I don't know what you're talking about. It just sort of carries on. Uh, And it's when Dan says, I don't mind you playing daddy to one of my offspring, but leave the good one alone, won't you? Oh, my God, Uh, yeah. And uh, Keith winks at him. I absolutely howled with laughter Keith just goes And just sort of winks at him He's was like Yes He gives no shits This guy gives no shits Daddy <laughs> It's so good <laughs>
1: That actually That hurts my chest oh, it, it also hurts my chest Because oh. I've never had this conversation with anyone It's so good The
0: bit that made me laugh the most Was Haley
1: vomiting in his lap In <laughs> Dan's oh, lap
0: So good Mr Scott oh. Please, no, it's just like, shut up, nobody's talking to you, kind of throws her in the car, and it's just like, a and it's all like pink and gooey, it's like, what the hell is that? What is she actually being sick?
1: <laughs> she had like, a little, oh. a little milkshake earlier in the day, or...
0: I know, I know it's another, I'll get, maybe I'll talk about that when we get to Hayley, <laughs> uh, there's another Hayley bit that made me laugh, but we'll, we'll get to that. Oh, Dan made me laugh as well.
1: D- Dan in the in the counselling yes
0: or? in the counselling so uh, Dan tell me about basketball uh, you put a basket through a hoop <laughs> <laughs> I was like oh my god what's <laughs> happened in this episode where people are making me laugh so much <laughs> normally just like oh god which one of them is gonna like jump off a bridge today but it was, it was this episode was hilarious the,
1: uh, <laughs> the, uh, the he also had a good moment in the counselling session where. Nathan's like, I I don't know if I want to play basketball anymore. And Dan's like, great, great breakthrough, Nate. Let's go. (laughs) So dismissive of the uh, therapist. Oh, God. That poor woman. Poor woman. Okay. Great moments. The Keith wink now. It is is good because it's kind of the perfect response. I don't need to to buy in. I know that you're a douchebag.
0: He should have done the wink after... Oh God, I know you like my women, but this one I'm still married to. You should have <laughs> yeah. just, just winked at him then. <laughs> that would have been perfect. Oh great. I'm gonna now highlight whenever I want a Keith Wink moment. Okay. <laughs> Even if Keith's not involved in the scene. I I'm wanna like, I wanna Keith make
1: <laughs> you can make your own gifts, can't you? Yeah. I'm pretty sure there's something that... Ma- I'm going to make that a gif okay. and just use it all of the time. <laughs> I have a gif that I use constantly. It, I use it, it... I see it as the perfect response to anything anybody has said. It's the perfect response. It's William Defoe doing, like, a crazy <laughs> smile face. But this Keith Wink could, could be the same. Yeah. I'm going to make that happen. Oh, I can't In fr- wait. If there is any listeners that want to get involved in this, we will somehow work out how to share this GIF on Instagram or something.
0: Well, this is how serious um, we are and uh, and how I am about not looking up spoilers is that I don't even look up GIFs, One Tree Hill GIFs. Oh,
1: that, that's good because there would be tons on there. There's,
0: yeah, I can imagine. And uh, I'm too scared to look up in case I see something that I shouldn't see.
1: Yeah. So. Okay. Good. Good good commitment (laughs) okay so keith kind of touched on most of his points he has um he has that nice conversation with nathan where he's basically saying you know it's just a game you know and that dan made it too competitive and basically took the fun out of it um and he's like and nathan says this, (laughs) this i thought you were gonna say this made you laugh as well Nathan said, you know, but when you left, did you ever look back? And Keith says, only at the cheerleaders. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. <laughs> I'd forgotten that bit. It definitely made me laugh. What What do you see as Keith's role for this season, for so far, in, like in the show? What's, what's his role? What's his purpose?
1: He's kind of like the anchor for a lot of... For Lucas and now Nathan, uh, slightly. And he he's very comfortable with who he is and, but he is also, he like you've highlighted, he wants to change as well. He wants, it's not necessarily that he wants to change himself, but he wants to change what he has. Like he wants to go for the, take the leaps of faith, you know, or what do you think?
0: Uh, I see him as the voice of reason. Yeah. So there's always someone that you can pinpoint as, so I've always said Whitey he knows everything because all that information has always been given to him. Brooke sees things and can kind of put two and two together Although it feels like she's kind of losing that now Maybe because she's got what she wanted And it isn't quite what she expected Right. But Keith um, is just the voice of reason to absolutely everything and he calms down a situation so easily, with the exception of when he tried to punch down in the face, which I'm still so heartbroken he didn't connect. Um, <laughs> so heartbroken. Uh, he's just the voice of reason But absolutely everything, isn't he? And for everyone. Yeah. It's like he, he doesn't have a, that relationship with Nathan. And he says, uh, You know, I'm, I'm sorry that we don't spend time together. It's just because of the fool way things out. are with your father. Yeah, but, you know, out. if you need to talk to me, come and talk to me. It's fine. I'll tell you kind of what I think about the situation yeah and and nathan's brave enough to do that today normally he'd just go and like what the hell yeah nathan of let's say six episodes ago probably washing
1: up peyton's car and he went there and was like we're going to pay you remember to fix the car yeah and probably would have
0: like laughed it off and not given a two hoots but
1: um wouldn't have given a rat's butt yeah
0: but exactly but now he cares
1: Rat's butts everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you're right, and that shows really good character development. His character develops actually really quickly. You what know about Nathan? Nathan. Yeah, yeah.
0: Nathan changes. But Keith is definitely just a, like an all rounder, isn't he? Solid. Yeah. Absolute all rounder for, for for the show, and and really is that that anchor anchors a really good word because he will turn around. Um, I suppose that's the. The juxtaposition of him and Dad is that he's an anchor and Dan's a wanker.
1: it's <laughs> <Yes>. um, <laughs> <just> that W.
0: <laughs> but he he really is that kind of focal point for people. And the C H. So if there's <laughs> if there's problems, go and see Keith. If I've got an issue, I go and see Keith. You know, yeah. some of them go and see Whitey, but for the most part, it's it's like Keith goes to see Whitey if he's got a problem. Yeah. But the rest of them go to see Keith. It's,
1: I and it's funny, I just um, love
0: Keith, okay,
1: because he's a slab of beef. Eek,
0: don't do not the eek again. <laughs> I listened back to that yesterday. Just the eek, there's no need for eek. Eek, <laughs> it's Keith, what a slab of beef. I said eek.
1: <laughs> eek is important in that it's the, se- <laughs> it's the second verse, the half brother, but the uh, Keith on this watch, uh he's really up there and it might as one of my favorites and i've always liked keith in all of my watches but i think now at this age like you like you were saying earlier in this episode i relate to him more because he's probably meant to be like what three four years older than us in in the show that's he's meant to be when he's what late 30s yeah maybe early 40s probably late around there somewhere And that's... Obviously, we're not there yet, but that's... We're closer to that than we are to the other characters. He
0: feels like he's in the bracket of, like, 36 to 40, doesn't he? Yeah. He's in that bracket there.
1: So we're we're much closer to being in that position than we are to being, you know, in the other position. And I just... Yeah, and he kind of holds the theoretical, metaphorical mirror up to people... And like that line that we said was it in the last episode I think it was of uh, you know you need to look at yourself in the mirror and see if the person staring back is the kind of guy that you want to be that is such an important line yeah. um, and the way Craig Sheffer the way he delivers it really really great actor I love just the way he dresses I love the way Keith dresses like yeah he's in that cafe he's... I love Keith
0: love great, Keith great guy
1: We even said about in messages like you and I about trying to do a a spin-off podcast about Keith and writing our own just Keith-centric show. (laughs) Keith Treehill. Keith Treehill, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Okay, so is that kind of cover Keith? Pretty much. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Shall we cover off um, Dan and Deb? Yes,
0: so still going through their troubles... We talked about the counselling so they they go to the counselling twice once with Nathan once without Um, and Dan is they're both both sides of it is is very awkward isn't it? I actually thought Nathan would have been better sat in the middle Yeah if I was going to put this episode together but I think that's probably an obvious choice is have them fighting over Nathan
1: Yeah but they sat next to each other They do that outside don't they? Yeah about where he's going what car he's going to get into and he walks off yeah.
0: And Deb says, um, my son. And Dan immediately goes, see, her son. Not mm-hmm. son. And, and is very quick to jump down people's throats. And the council has to be like, it's quiet time now, Dan. <laughs> yeah. <know>? So <laughs> quite, like, sh- try and shut him up, basically. Um, Dan was uh, particularly difficult in those scenes. But it's not until we get to the end of the episode and this is another person that I said feelings about the character slightly changed
1: oh yeah not, no, not yeah, in a really. big
0: way because I still think he's a, a total douchebag
1: when he talks to Nathan on like at the like the back of the beach house on like sort of little yeah. yeah
0: tells him off gets thrown up on which is hilarious well done Haley. um but then is talking to him at the end and he says Nathan basically says he's not interested in basketball Doesn't feel like he can play anymore He's just not comfortable with it But isn't Outright saying He's not going to play anymore And Keith says I Dan. wish it was Keith Dan says um, You know Kind of no matter what I'm proud of you
1: Yeah I love you And I I'm love proud you proud of you yeah. yeah
0: And he has Like draws a tear to his eye
1: mm-hmm.
0: And I thought Wow This is a, like an immediate ch- That counselling worked
1: <laughs> Well I think it's that I think that goes to show that there's a layer of the the Dan Scott Bravado and anger and all of that stuff, you know, how he is. But it, it sort of shows that his bottom layer or core, he is a proud father and he is... It feels like... It's a bit of like a Darth Vader situation. It's like, you know, <laughs> deep down, Anakin is in there and is a good guy. You know, that's what I saw from it. What, what did you see? Uh,
0: I mean, this is the first time where I thought he's, yeah, like exactly like you said, he's dialed down the bravado. He's been more real. He might have been um, kind of the dad that, he should be displaying yeah. rather than the dad that he
1: is. Maybe it's the dad that he wants to be, but feels like he can't be that because he's got to put on this front to the people in this town that like worship him.
0: I, I don't know whether he's. So there's no mention of their father. Is that Dan's, Dan Keith's father? Mm-hmm. Is there a mention of him? There isn't.
1: Not, no. No.
0: Not so yet. I don't know. What situation... Like, Keith is a pretty well-rounded guy. Dan is incredibly driven and takes it to an extreme. So when he mentions... Nathan's telling his story about when he got kicked by Dan when they are playing baseball. Yeah, episode six. When they were were really young and he got battered by him. Um, Was that kind of a turning point moment for Dan when he realised that this means a lot more? And then actually he's got to a point now where he thinks actually... It doesn't mean a lot more.
1: I I will say that there there is exposition where this all gets answered right uh, soon. Oh okay. Very soon. I can't remember. I say this quite often. It's not until the episode starts, or you see like you know the freeze frame, or when you're about to click on the episode, and you see a freeze frame from the episode. Like on this one, on my Plex, it was the it was Lucas and Brooke in the hot tub in a jacuzzi. I was like, Oh yeah, this episode. (laughs) Not Wow. Teenagers in a jacuzzi. No, 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 no. Just can remember that I was like, okay, we're in this sort of period of and I could remember that it wasn't Brooks uh like jacuzzi that they're in someone else's house, whatever. Yeah like the one before that or whenever a few ago when it's Lucas's tattoo is on his arm like oh it's this episode so I sort of but I know that in and around the next three or four episodes there's like a big episode and a lot of this gets answered You, you get you know like that time the episode where you got your timeline of how the order of like Lucas and Nathan being conceived and how all of that went down and dan went to college and blah 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 we get another explanation like that soon of a big chunk of exposition of how a lot of this came to be and a lot of it's focused around dan and uh on the river court cast again they were saying that they wish that there was an episode at some point that did like a flashback a whole episode of like Dan and Keith sort of growing up to see how it actually happened
0: That uh, that's a good idea that would be nice I, I kind of in in my head I'm kind of thinking Dan had a pushy father and that um, Keith managed to be occupied enough to stay away from that so Keith was the the Lucas of the family I was interested in other things and mechanics and, things. and stuff and yeah. would just go off and do that and The dad kind of just left him alone But with Dan He was so keen on sports And the dad was keen on sports And Dan has just become his father And that's probably what's upsetting him the most Is that he's just become the person that he didn't Mm. He's become the person he really didn't want to become
1: Self-fulfilling prophecy Yeah
0: So I I suppose that's kind of my prediction for Dan As much as I I, I wouldn't want it to be But I kind of think that's It's nurture over nature Mm. In a way In that he... Wanted to be successful Because his father pushed him to be successful And now he's got to do the same To get his son over that line And beyond that limit Mm. And he almost feels like A failure on two parts One that his son has had to You you know Is taking drugs And is now thinking about Dropping out basketball And he's like I've failed my son on that part And two I've pushed him um, Just way too hard And I've become The man I didn't want to become By becoming my father
1: yeah. So that's my yeah. prediction for him. We will see. I <laughs> say nothing.
0: De- Deb's, uh, like, we could probably cover off really quickly. She didn't really, she didn't, for me, didn't impact the episode massively. She went to counseling. They had arguments. She said, no, you can't take him to dinner. Uh, and you've got a choice. Either you listen to me and don't take him to dinner, or I'll get a lawyer to tell you you can't take him to dinner.
1: Yeah, which was a strong moment. And then she also said about um, that. Dan sort of throws it in her face that you're away you're working all the time this that and the other and she says you're right I've recognized that I have changed my ways and I'm working to to be better what are you doing I thought that was really strong because a lot of a, a lot of the time it's very hard to reconcile something within yourself it's like you have to identify what the issue is if you are then brave enough to hold your hands up to it and say that you know that is the situation and that's uh you know that's on me uh, but i'm working to change that so you know you gotta do your part you know i thought it was a really strong point
0: i'll looking at the character literally from the end of this episode i can kind of see that now that he might be thinking that Dan I mean Yeah And do you you kind of Would you have felt the same?
1: Well that he now He's thinking that he needs to do his part Yeah Change you mean Would I do the same? No
0: Would you have thought the same So on first Like when you were first watching I know you're not You wouldn't have been analysing it As much as we are now But would you be thinking Maybe this is a turning point for Dan
1: Yeah I think you get like I think it's I don't know if I would have thought it's a turning point. I think I would have just thought that, oh, okay, he's not um, a complete lost cause. Like, uh, it's like, oh, you you get a glimmer of maybe who he really is on the inside, which is like maybe he is a good guy and that he's lost and he could make his way back or maybe he won't. But I think it gives you a moment to be like, okay, there's someone in there that that's worth, you know, saving or salvaging, maybe.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Well, should we move on to... So will we tick off Deb as well? Yeah. Should we wrap up Whitey? Yeah. I mean, he has his talk with Nathan at the end. it's really, really nice. And he kind of is giving him he's saying you know you got to do what what feels right for you you know puts his arm around him
0: kind of you know it's it's the conversation that whitey's had before with keith when he said there's teams that i've had to put my arm around there's teams that i've had to <clears throat> kind of slap into getting things done um and i've done the same thing over you know 35 i've made that decision over 35 years of coaching that i know kind of how to handle these people and he's It's the first time I've ever seen Nathan go to Whitey for something. Yeah. You know, he's gone to Keith. He's now gone to Whitey. It's kind of like seeing the two anchor points or focal points of, of people that understand and that will support and will help and will give advice and say the right things, you know, rather than being pushy. And he's turning around and gone. If it's not right for you, it's not right for you. It's fine. It's not a problem. I did like it when he first walked in the gym. And went, oh, I was driving past and I saw the car. Do You never go home yeah. <laughs> to Whitey and Whitey just laughed and was like, I feel like this is my home. Um, but it just it just felt quite nice, and it, it's almost like, oh, maybe they've had a situation like this before, but they haven't, like in view, it's never happened. In view, and they, they, there's a comment that Whitey makes, and he's like, "Oh, you mean my dad? Not mm. about being pushy and stuff like that." Um, and he he doesn't say yes or no, but he kind of like confirms it. And it's just a really nice moment, and it's kind of a, just be you, be what you want to be. It's mm. the whole premise of the show, isn't it? Really, but yeah. it's Whitey just reaffirming it to him and saying, actually, if basketball isn't right for you, and it, it you did not you don't feel about it how you used to. Then don't do it.
1: It's it's a really nice moment because he's losing his best player, you oh, know, but by he's far, putting yeah. Nathan's well-being first. Um,
0: Which is what he did when he shut the gym. Yeah, he said, "I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna let this continue, um, while things like drug taking is happening to just outperform mm. someone else, you know, even if it's your own father, that that kind of thing." Yeah, yeah. sensible.
1: Very. Okay, so should we wrap up Jake quickly, because then we can then it's just left with Nathan and Haley.:
0: I think we've done Jake really. He, yeah, just to practice. He has a really nice moment with Peyton, actually when they're walking down the corridor, like down the outside corridor. But this bit really wound me up as well, because they're walking so slowly. And I know they're doing it because there's like a camera in their face, and they're having to. We have to complete our bit of dialogue from this point to this point, so we have to walk really slowly. But I think nobody walks that slowly. Is that we're outrageous?
1: we're gonna walk down that bit when that, we go. That I I've watched like some videos on YouTube where people like have just you know, in real life been like, hey, these are the filming locations in Wilmington. This is where this happens. This is where this blah blah blah. Yeah. That's outside a public library. Yeah,
0: I remember you saying.
1: And you so you can just walk there and all the benches are there. We're going there. We're gonna we're gonna get like a well so we've mentioned it on a few podcasts before. When we record these, we've always we always eat pizza. So (laughs) it's our pizza night. So we're gonna have to get a takeaway pizza and we're gonna go eat pizza there. Awesome perfect i can't wait i can't wait (laughs) do you know i've actually already green green lit this with my wife nice like i was like there's gonna be a period where i'm gonna go for like a long weekend with dom to wilmington um and she was like yeah it's okay Excellent. She'll probably... She'll I will do the like same me. with my girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. Green like this now. Because this is going to happen in like a couple years time. But that's... that's Remember get, you said. Yeah. Permission. <laughs> I'm going to record it. <laughs> I have permission. Um, <laughs> But yeah. So that conversation bugged me a little bit as well. And it's hard to not speak too far in the future. But there's little bits and comments and things that... I don't know what, I don't know how to put my finger on it, but Jake kind of annoys me a little bit. (laughs) Oh, I think, don't be sad. It's the, (laughs) it's when, you know, she could be president. She could be whatever. And he's like, whatever makes her happy. You know, this is a nice thing to say. It's all really nice. It it bothers me a little bit. I don't know why. It bothers you that he's nice. Too nice. I think he's too nice. Yeah. Oh, okay. Bothers me a little bit. I I know this is silly. It just bothers me a little bit. It's like, God, oh, so nice, so good, like so goody. Like, make a mistake, do something, show show me a flaw. Like, you're a <laughs> bit is a bit too perfect. Yeah. He's a bit too perfect.
0: But he's displayed that he. Well, he was hiding it for so long. He had this thing to hide and now he doesn't have to hide it, so... No, I
1: know. I know. been <laughs> <I know.
0: laughs> for so long. It was like six weeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay. Okay, so shall we move into Nathan and Hayley? Yes. Last but not least. So they kind of go all over the place here. Basically, sort of culminates with Nathan leading Hayley to cut class... Um, they go to on the train to the cinema at one point. They go to the beach and, you know, drinking on the beach. Um, Haley is kind of, she's not really coerced into doing it. Like, she kind of just wants to be with Nathan. And this kind of reminds me of times when I was in, uh, we call it college, but it's kind of, it's like the same age as high school in America where you I remember doing this a few times like cutting out and it's not it's not good to do but <laughs> it's kind of like you're at that age where it's you're just a bit rebellious and a bit I don't know like tired of school you know and you're starting to I don't know what did you think of all of this? Uh,
0: Haley was making her own choices she wasn't forced into anything he was like I'm gonna skip like the last couple of lessons sort of thing i'm gonna shoot off do you want to come and she was like you're kidding sort of thing um no i'm not going to do that I'll, I'll see you later and he's like okay cool see you around and he goes to walk off and she goes to walk off and then she's like changes her mind i don't know i'll come with you it's fine so i think it's not that she's guilted into it but it's like a oh i'm always i've always been the good the, one the good one the and goody, i've done goody. let me go and have Be some fun rebellious. for a bit yeah, yeah and um she does that twice or is it just the once just that the i think it's twice oh yeah because then they they don't have their tutoring session to go and watch the movie yeah we're gonna but she's do like we'll do, equa- we'll do equations on the way
1: and she and he finds that she's got an f yeah she's like oh i'm human who would have thought
0: yeah because she missed a, a pop quiz or a test or whatever
1: She's a really good actress mm. all feels very natural
0: what I really liked is their interaction, the kind of last interaction between them, which was um, him saying, I don't want you to change because of me. I, I want you to be you. The reason I have fallen for you is because of who you are.
1: And how um, you make me feel. Yeah. And that you are inspiring me to change.
0: And someone, and he says someone like you, doesn't he? He yeah. says someone like me, or... it's like, I think you know the answer to that. <laughs> but it that was probably the most poignant moment of the whole episode really yeah um, of him turning around and saying don't be anyone different don't try and act differently just because of me if I say I'm going to cut class and you don't want to don't, don't do not it because you think yeah. I want you to yeah I want you to be you and that's what that's what really draws me to you which is a really nice thing to say
1: really nice yeah I, I feel I could really relate to that as well because I talk to my wife about this quite often I say that though she has changed we've been together for 11 years though she has changed over those period that period as everyone does and grows and whatever i always say how even when i met her she was so well put together like mentally and so like uh sort of not mature kind of always implies that people aren't fun and so that's not true because she's the most fun but it's like she was always very sort of wise and grounded new herself very well i think that's the best way to put it she knew herself where i have changed a lot in those 11 years um and a lot of it is to do with her and her influence on me so i felt like this was something that i really uh felt like i could relate to and it was really nice the way that he put it it was like the whole that it was like a whole mini story within the episode um with like funny parts with her throwing up on dan and then the more serious parts and this sort of to wrap it up it was perfect it was like exactly how you'd want it to be and the way the words that he chose it's like they are for sure the mvp couple at this point right yeah, In the uh, whole show
0: yeah i think so definitely there's there's one bit of Haley's interaction with luke that i really enjoyed when he says oh he's got you skipping class now and getting drunk and stuff like that and she turns around and is like Come and talk to me when you get your tattoo removed. Yeah. And it's like, oh, shut your face, kind of thing, isn't it?
1: Yeah. She's, <laughs> she's a really good moment. She's like my female MVP as well, I think, overall in the show. Um,
0: you said on the last episode. Yeah. Well, I think. A, very Hayley, foc- like, not focused, but you're a big fan of Haley.
1: Yeah, I really am. Um, and I always have been, but more so on this watch. I'd say. Hayley and Keith would be like my prom king and queen of the episode. Wow. <laughs> not together, <laughs> separately. <laughs> okay, so is that all of the characters? We've had no Rivercourt guys this week. Um we we had Tim for a second, we spoke about that. Tim
0: kind of comes under the Rivercourt bracket, doesn't he really? He's not although he's separate from them, he's
1: Yeah, like like an additional extra isn't on he, the guy? peripherals, yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, that was our character journeys. If you would like to listen to the next episode of our podcast already and you're listening on podcast platforms, then it is already available on Patreon. So you can get involved for as little as $2 a month. Uh, We'll get you all of our bonus content. And obviously, it helps us to support the show. So we really appreciate that. Obviously, our episodes are free as well, except for our bonus ones. But you can find out more information about all of that by listening to this he just became a raven hello and welcome to the mighty 90s podcast network
0: our network is made up of two
1: podcasts the mighty 90s movie and tv podcast a look back at 90s movies we grew up with
0: and the ravens a one tree hill podcast covering each individual episode of the show
1: All of our podcast episodes are free on all podcast platforms.
0: But if you'd like to support us on our podcast journey,
1: then we have free Patreon tiers with bonus content and ways to connect with us that we'd love to share with you.
0: All of our Patreon tiers include all of our podcasts.
1: The first tier, Junior Varsity.
0: You'll receive one week early access on all of our podcast episodes, a patron shout out on the podcast, access to our monthly One Tree Hill bonus episode, Exclusive access to non-90s movies that we will cover and a 90s movie title of your choice on the wheel.
1: Your movie title choice will be put on this wheel and at the end of each Mighty 90s episode we will spin the wheel and that will decide what movie we will cover next. The second tier, Varsity.
0: All of the perks from Junior Varsity and you get to add a non-90s movie from any year To the wheel. And the final tier, Hall of Fame. If there is anyone out there that loves our work this much, that we want to speak with you. So you get all of the previous perks, and we will invite you to co-host an episode of the podcast with us.
1: We appreciate any level of support from an Instagram follow to any of our Patreon tiers.
0: We love doing this, and we appreciate you all. Be gentle with
1: us. And wear gloves so also to announce we also now have a merchandise online store um now the link to that will be in the description of the podcast it is all unlisted so people can't search and find our store online Uh, it's on teespring so it's worldwide shipping Uh, but you can't search and find it you can only find it if you have a direct link which means that all of this merch is just for our listeners so you can only you can find the link in two places in the description here for the podcast wherever you're listening to it or on our instagram in our bio there's a link tree and there's a link in there so we have a couple different designs we have our ravens logo design uh, that's on t-shirts and hoodies men's women's you know all, all different fits all different styles Uh, which has like the logo a little logo on the front and one on a bigger one on the back in all different colors and then we also have our mighty 90s logo stuff on there and then we're gonna have some uh one tree hill related stuff so we've we're trying to find things that are sort of what like logos and things that you wouldn't find sort of in general places um, so I've never seen like a high flyers one. I've never seen a Deb's Den. This is another slight uh, spoiler that Dom has seen on our thing, but has no idea what's, what it's in reference to. And then other little things like that, where if we haven't seen the logo that you could get it on a t-shirt or something somewhere, then we're going to create it and put it on our, on our merchandise store. However, obviously they're not our logos. And so we don't want to profit off of them in any way uh so we all the profits that we get from any designs and logos that are you know from the show we are going to put to charity so we were saying about a bullying charity or uh, you know awareness or things like that but we would really like you guys to have input and of where this money would go so please reach out to us on the email address that we mentioned at the beginning of the podcast instagram patreon wherever And let us know where you think we'd like this uh this uh you know profits and and money and donations to go. So we will have more designs going on. The High Flyers one is not there yet, it will probably be on there later this week. Uh but at the moment we've got Deb's Den and we've got uh, our Ravens one. So when it's like our Ravens podcast, that you know, that stuff. Uh, that money wouldn't go to the charity, but the, the ones that are from the show. So get involved and let us know what you think. Or let us know if there's any other designs that you'd like on there. Dom, let's get into our judgments. Who was your favorite performer of the episode?
0: I'm going to have to give it to uh, Hilary Burton. Okay. I actually thought she did a fantastic job this week. And particularly in that brief moment with Haley. So with Bethany Joy Lenz, uh, really, really great interaction. Just felt very natural. She was great. So it goes to Hilary Burton today. Nice. And what about yourself, young man?
1: I'm going to say Bethany Joy Lenz. I Hmm. think we've said this many times before, it's very hard to play drunk convincingly. And I really like the parts where she's... But she jumps on nathan's back and she's like one five three and like jumps on and her throwing up and all of that stuff is really funny and the tender moment so and and the moment you said between like her and uh hillary burton um earlier yeah great so i can also see hillary burton being a great choice but i'll go with her who's your favorite character i'm gonna double up Ooh. I'm going
0: to say Peyton uh, It's so cl- it was, it's It should be Keith really um, Like Keith is like there But he's been my favourite so many times I think it's only fair and right That actually the person that stood out to me the most Was Peyton and, and, and Hillary Burton So yeah I'm going to double up And say Peyton wins it for me this week
1: Well I'm going to double up with you Because hey. I'd say Peyton as well excellent for the same reason who'd so. have thought <laughs> an
0: episode like four or five that we'd be saying by episode 11 that peyton was our favorite
1: yeah she's earned it she's earned there's it.
0: gonna be listeners out there that uh, you know you communicate with that would be like finally <laughs> you've accepted her yeah. well done <laughs> we'll
1: see see how long it lasts <laughs> favorite... <laughs> we'll hate her again okay. for sure. <laughs> what's your what was your favorite song
0: uh, I'll go with the Maroon 5 song at the beginning yeah. um, I, I can't remember if the Travis song was played I, uh, One moment I thought track 8 So Love Will Come Through was played for, uh, From the album that's given to Lucas But I, I I couldn't actually quite remember or pinpoint it Um, so I will go for Harder to Breathe by Maroon 5
1: Um, same is the only one I could remember do you know something I would say about the music is it not the the songs but you know like the score where it's uh, you know when going under while people are talking and the dialogue and the transition between scenes it changes between season 1 and season 2 and it's a different composer Um, so I just want to say that so that you're aware to see if you can notice a big difference between season one and season two. Is it Hans Zimmer? (laughs) It is not. Um, Bring
0: a dramatic effect to it, wouldn't it? (laughs) The
1: guy that did the music, um, it's all on... SoundCloud. He put all of the music on SoundCloud, but he did it from season two onwards, so there's none from season one because I that's where I was trying to get music from to do for our intro and outro of the podcast. Oh, okay. Um, and I chose the recap music. Like, do you notice that that when he does the recap, that the music underneath is our podcast music? Yeah, love that. Love that. Uh, okay, favorite background performer.
0: There's a moment where um, Haley is waiting for Lucas and Nathan. To stop talking. We didn't really mention that. There's a nice moment between Lucas and there Nathan. There is, yeah. And
1: outside the library that we yeah, know is an so actual library. Yeah, so we missed you at
0: practice today. And Nathan, then when he eventually starts talking to Hayley, he's like, he needs to drop the nice guy act. Yeah. <laughs> um, so sort of, there's a nod to that. Um, there were like five or six people hovering around just in the background, uh, waiting for Haley to then approach Nathan. And there's two of them that I'm pretty sure are going... Just keep talking Just keep keep talking that's, that's Bethany Joy Lenz Just keep talking So I'm going to pick them Nice I'll pick one of them The one on the right
1: Fine <laughs> Of course He did excellent pretend talking Yes Did
0: you have anyone In particular on this episode?
1: I'm going to say the guy That Didn't get the diet special Oh yeah That, that got the meal that Keith wanted And maybe breathed on But <laughs> Um and then finally, the precious, precious rating. I actually, I, I have a number in my mind. Do you have one in your mind? I do. Do you, did you have this number from before we recorded? I did. And is it the same number? It is. Okay. You first or me first? You first. I'm happy with another nine okay because it's strong oh no he's gone with an A. I can tell it's it's strong it's a great episode i can't really see much fault in it um i i would have shot for a 10 to be honest because i'm also very aware that we're not going to be in this mode all of the time like it i it feels like we're being very generous with our ratings but there will be times where it's like this is like a three or a four, but the first season so strong, and then it there's times. But so, yeah, I'm happy with a nine. I I would have given it a ten, but there's I know that there's further, you know, finale episodes and things that are just crazy. What where are you sitting?
0: So my number has never changed from watching the episode the first time. To watching it the second time so okay. having the conversation about it and it is nine yes
1: <laughs> you threw me with your face <laughs> stupid face <What> stupid
0: <laughs> stupid face
1: <laughs> a nine excellent it's also a nine i thought this
0: episode was really really good really solid episode um not quite a 10 there but not far off Really, really not far off a 10.
1: I'm really hoping that if it could keep on this trajectory that we could... Because we're going to do an average at the end of what our episode rating was. I'm really hoping it can be like a 9 overall. <laughs> episode twelve's a 3. <laughs> I don't think... Yeah, I don't think it will because there was some six and 7s at the beginning. But if you look, from episode 5 to 11, it's all been from eight to ten yeah eight nines and one ten which is really strong i reckon we're probably sitting on an average of about eight at the moment
0: kind of for me that would display when they found their feet with the Mm. series kind of this we've kind of found our feet now we're kind of comfortable with this and we we know what direction we're going in
1: yeah because there is that setting the pieces up at the beginning sort of aspect really cool excellent so this is episode 11 which means our next episode episode 12 will also be accompanied by our third bonus episode which is exclusive to patreon so um thank you for listening everyone please rate review subscribe leave uncle dom and uncle simon a little little review it's been a minute since someone's written something lovely about us if you want to write something mean about us feel free to put that in an email but please don't put that out into the public <laughs> not not to public peoples <laughs> hate us in private please we'd accept that hate yeah. if you want to say nice things about us then tell everybody tell the world and uh yeah, you can reach us, email us at themighty 90 podcast at gmail.com on Instagram, Dom. At Ravens Podcast, please. S- send us comments, send us things, send us your ratings, send us, send us, send us the things. <laughs> Any of
0: the bits that we've mentioned in the episode as well that we've, that we've brought up, if you have answers, if you want to talk to us. Um, any of the high flyer stuff that we've talked about on previous episodes and on our bonus episodes then please send it our way. Uh, Simon will heavily monitor everything that comes through <laughs> and he'll just forward any bits on um, that he thinks is not a spoiler and safe for me to read. <laughs> totally. Good. So anything else Dom? I just want to say a massive thank you so much for listening um, just Keep listening, keep enjoying, and uh, rate, review, subscribe. Thank you very, very, very much.
1: Exactly that. So that means Ravens on free. Who's counting? Me or you? You count. I count, and you scream it.
0: We both scream it.
1: Okay, ready? Ravens on free. One, two, three, Ravens! You did it angry.